going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope that you are doing well. I hope that you have had a great week so far. Let me say I've missed you guys. Yeah, we took a little time off, not intentionally, but we've been doing some traveling and the like as some of you may have seen on our socials, but if not, either way, I'm glad that you're back with us because we've got a lot of news to talk about and I'm gonna get through this as quickly as I possibly can so you can return to your day. Shout out to everybody who joins us on social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We really appreciate your continued support. Big shouts to everybody who joins us right here on this podcast. If you're listening, wherever you're listening to us from, thank you so much. We really appreciate your support. Do us a big favor, will you? Go ahead and rate this podcast podcast wherever you're joining us rate us and leave a comment as well it certainly allows others to see hear and experience all of the cool things that we have going on all right so i've got a lot of news to get to i can't get to everything but we're going to hit some highlights as you may or may not know uh took a cool trip to jacksonville this weekend uh to check out of course aew revolution and it was phenomenal I'm sure you've seen it. If you've not seen it, it's definitely worth checking out some major, major things happening. Of course, the signing of Christian Cage, a.k.a. Christian. Of course, you had the huge exploding barbed wire death match. And a lot of people are talking about the ending. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Instead of going through all of this, I'm going to touch on some of this this week on our Faction Hot Take series. So be on the lookout for that. You'll be able to see it, of course, on our socials, on Instagram, and on Facebook. I promise I'm going to talk about it, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy the conversation. I'm looking forward to dialoguing with you about that. But all in all... Great pay-per-view from AEW Revolution. This weekend, we also had SHW 25. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Some real surprises there, and uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but trust me when I tell you, when SHW25 hits independentwrestling.tv, you're going to want to see it. So do yourself a favor, go on over there now, independentwrestling.tv. If you've not signed up, go ahead and sign up, and I've got a little gift for you. Your first five days are free if you use the promo code SHW. You can check out all of our previous shows, and you can check out the shows, of course, where I'm on commentary as well. It's just some fantastic stuff, and you're going to really, really enjoy SHW25 when it hits. Now then to Monday Night Raw. Of course, Monday Night Raw was a special one because it's the first Raw of the almighty Bobby Lashley era. And, you know, there are some that are wondering, like, okay, so what's the deal? Like, will Lashley retain the championship up through Fastlane? Will he make it to WrestleMania? Will he get through WrestleMania? Well, before we get into any of that, maybe the ratings will give us some sort of idea. As this week's episode of Monday Night Raw drew an average of 1.9 million viewers. That's up from last week's 1.884 million viewers, which is a gain of a cool 120,000 viewers or so. Here's what you should know. 
It's the second highest rated Raw of 2021. There's a lot to be said about that. And of course, it kicked off with a title rematch as Bobby Lashley successfully defended the championship against The Miz. It really had a lot of good action on there as we saw a really powerful match between Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Finally, a one-on-one match that ended in uh, a no contest because of a serious injury that happened there to Sheamus. We're certainly wishing him the best. It definitely looked like a concussion. Uh, These guys went and they went hard. And then, of course, the main event, which saw AJ Styles and Randy Orton, a WrestleMania rematch. And of course, AJ gets the win after Orton gets distracted again by all that's going on with Alexa Bliss. I've got to tell you, I love this story that they're telling. And I love the fact that it is an extended story. Too many of us in the wrestling world want what we want and we want it now. But they're taking time to tell the story. And I think that by the time we get to Mania, where I think most of us believe that we'll see some reincarnation of The Fiend, it'll absolutely be something worth talking about. So shout out to all of the great folks at Monday Night Raw. And I do say great folks because like it or lump it, they've been giving us some good programming over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. And I'm so excited again about the Bobby Lashley title reign. And I've got to say this, if you look at his entrance, if you look at all that went into it and all that WWE did last week to talk about Lashley and his historic win, it says to me that they're invested in him uh, for the very near future and perhaps long term. I honestly, I'm going to go ahead and make a, a prediction that may not be popular to some, but I think Bobby Lashley retains the championship at WrestleMania. I do think that. And why? I know some say, well, Drew McIntyre should get his moment, et cetera, et cetera. But I guess you have to ask yourself, what's the more historic moment? Drew McIntyre getting a WrestleMania win in front of people, which I'm going to talk about in a second, or Bobby Lashley being the first African-American world champion to walk into WrestleMania and walk out of WrestleMania as WWE champion. If you don't think WWE is paying attention to the historical nature and ramifications of this, I hope you've been checking their socials where, of course, they were the first to really post the poster or picture or graphic or image of the three WWE African-American world champions. They also posted an amazing video with champions like Ron Simmons, Mark Henry and Booker T all congratulating Bobby Lashley. Let me just say this. Whoever's working at WWE is very, very clear about the historical nature of this and they're going to take this and I don't want to say milk it but they're going to use it for what it's worth so I say look for a long-standing championship reign from Bobby Lashley which will go past Wrestlemania that's my prediction speaking of Wrestlemania I've got some Wrestlemania news coming your way uh well just check this out Fire! Wrestlemania, the greatest live event spectacular in sports entertainment, is back in business. Welcome to the passion, the pageantry. Tonight, legends will be born. Finally. Wrestlemania is back in business. Live Saturday, April 10th and Sunday, April 11th. Limited combo and single tickets are available one week from tomorrow. 
Okay, as you've heard, WrestleMania is indeed back in business. It is official. Tickets are going on sale for WrestleMania next Tuesday at Ticketmaster. I think it's clearly going to sell out. There are a lot of unknowns. One of the unknowns is about how many tickets will be on sale. The word that we have is that they're going to have 30,000 people planned for each night of WrestleMania. That number may have changed. We don't know. I will say this, the way in which AEW handled Revolution, I thought was indeed groundbreaking. AEW Revolution really was special for AEW. It's one of the largest crowds that they've had in this pandemic era of pro wrestling. They were among the first in America to welcome fans back. They had 1,300 in attendance, which is roughly 24% capacity as Daly's Place is able to seat 5,500. Now, this is significant for a few reasons. When they first opened up, they were at 10% capacity. Then they moved to 15% capacity. While I was there, it looked for sure like it was an easy 25% capacity, and that's about what they had. So that's a major, major moment. Perhaps WWE can glean from what happened there at Daly's Place. I know they were looking at what happened at the Super Bowl, so it'll be very, very interesting to see, but what they will have on sale for sure are one-night tickets and combo packages as well. We don't know the price point just yet, but I'm intrigued. Are you interested in going to WrestleMania? I will say this. The only deterrent I had at AEW Revolution was just it was cold. That's it, right? But you can dress warm for that. And I don't know how cold it'll be, of course, in April in Tampa, but I definitely believe it'll be an experience worth going to. It felt so good to be back with fans. So shout out to WWE and WrestleMania. Indeed, they are back in business. And the word on the street is that they could be resuming live shows as soon as July. So this is going to be very, very interesting to see how WrestleMania takes for WWE and how these ticket sales will go. I'm intrigued to see what the prices are going to be. You know, are they going to try to make up for things in one event? Will they keep the prices fairly reasonable, whatever that looks like for you? Uh, I'm intrigued to see. That's for sure. There is some other major news to talk about, and I want to jump into this. Of course, the NWA pay-per-view is on the way. It's called Back for the Attack, and it's scheduled to take place on March the 25th. First, it will be live on Fight TV. They've already announced that scheduled to be at the event will be Thunder Rosa, the NWA world champion, Nick Aldis, Aaron Stevens, Trevor Murdoch, the TV champion, Elijah Burke, a.k.a. The Pope, along with Tim Storm, Camille, and others. So it should make a very interesting pay-per-view, an interesting return. It's 11 days away at this point. So I'm intrigued. We've not heard what matches are going to happen. But I guess if you're an NWA fan, do you need to know what matches are going to happen? It's just good to see the NWA back. We still don't know where this is going to be. We don't know if it's here in Atlanta. We don't know if it's in Long Beach or some other location. Not sure. As we find this information out, we'll share it with you. But what we do know is that the NWA is back for the attack and episodes of NWA Power will be returning very soon as well. 
The word on the street for NWA Power is that it will not be available previously on YouTube, but instead you'll be able to do some sort of pay-per-view situation on Fight TV for that. And I'm intrigued. Are you willing to pay to see NWA Power? And I know some are like, eh, I don't know. But I guess on one hand, NWA is trying to figure out how do we get some finances back? Perhaps that indeed is the way. One of the biggest pieces of news dropped last night on Impact Wrestling as Impact announced two big title matches. First, this weekend will be a title unification match between the Impact World Champion Rich Swan and the TNA World Champion, and I'm saying that in air quotes, Moose. Moose has been carrying that belt around for almost a year, claiming that he's the champion. Well, they will have a title unification match, and that match, while it is important, nearly pales in comparison to the big news that in the month of April, April 24th to be precise, we're going to see a title match, a major title match, the likes of which we've not seen in pro wrestling, quite frankly, in many, many years as the Impact World Champion, be that Rich Swan or Moose, will challenge the AEW World Champion Kenny Omega in a title for title situation. That's going to happen at the Rebellion pay-per-view for Impact. Again, that's April 24th. We've not seen a title unification match of this nature in a very long time. And so that has certainly shocked the wrestling world and it asks and it causes us to ask some pretty significant questions. We've been seeing AEW and Impact working together ever since Kenny Omega won the title back in December. Does this mean we're going to have some sort of deal as in like perhaps AEW purchases Impact? Now, I've just got to tell you, and certainly not as a spoiler, there's no way in the world that Kenny Omega loses to Moose or to Rich Swan. There's no way in the world that the Impact World Champion would become the AEW World Champion. Now, maybe they'll do it to swerve us. I don't know. It's happening on an Impact pay-per-view. But I just don't see it. Kenny Omega is the best bout machine. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. Nobody on the current Impact roster remotely compares to Kenny Omega. So what's going to happen? I I already told you what I think is going to happen, but I'd love to know your thoughts. And here's the more important thought. Will you be tuned in to watch this historic main event on pay-per-view from Impact Wrestling as the AEW World Champion battles the Impact World Champion? And, you know, quite frankly, all of us are wondering at what point will the AEW World Champion battle the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in Kota Ibushi? That feels like it's on the way. I don't know who hosts that event. I personally think that should be a Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom situation. And maybe I'm looking too far ahead. So let's just enjoy the journey to getting there. But Kenny Omega, the AEW World Champion versus the Impact World Champion, huge. And speaking of AEW, a huge night is planned for the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW, of course, the fallout from AEW Revolution, and I hear that Tony Khan is going to have an explanation about the ending of AEW Revolution, so that should be interesting. Christian Cage will make his first appearance on AEW Dynamite tonight, so that should be intriguing. There's going to be a six-woman tag match going down and much more. Meanwhile, on NXT, what a bombshell of a night they've got. NXT will have the NXT Women's Championship on the line 
as Io Shirai defends against Tony Storm, a rematch of the final Mae Young Classic. So you've got that. You have the NXT Championship on the line as once again, Finn Balor takes on Adam Cole. This is a takeover, basically, that we're getting tonight for free on USA. So I don't know who's going to win this episode of the Wednesday Night War, but I'm here for both of them. Plus, two mammoth announcements coming for NXT, and I don't want to spoil it for you as I don't want it spoiled for me. So whether I know it or not, I'm not going to tell you. We'll watch tonight and see if what the dirt sheets are saying is absolutely true. So, needless to say, it's been a jam-packed episode. Remember, we've got our faction hot takes coming your way. And I've got a few topics that are on my mind that we'll be talking about uh, in the next couple of days. So, stay tuned to the gram. Stay tuned to the book of faces to check out what our hot takes are. And make sure you're commenting on those as well. I appreciate the feedback. I appreciate all that you guys are doing uh, to really help make this a wonderful, wonderful situation. With that said, stay subscribed to what we're doing. If you're not, go ahead and subscribe as well. Make sure you're following us on the socials and stay tuned because we're going to have all sorts of great news and great content coming your way. Until next time, it's your man GB Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. Collectively, we're known as the faction. Have a great day. I lead my people. Here we go.